says, you're in the show. Everyone can see and hear you. Yes. So it... And welcome into the latest and perhaps, perhaps, the greatest podcast ever. You, you are holding us up to a bar we can never reach, even if we got on Minute Bull's shoulders. <laughs> Speaking of bars, before we even get any further into this, what was the thing that you shimmy under the bar? What was that called? The you know? Limbo. Limbo, okay. I can't see you doing a limbo. <laughs> No, because I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's oh, not good. that's not no. the, that's not the adjective cool, I would use. Cool people do not do the limbo. Not the adjective that I would use. The, that is for lameness. Okay. Anyway, this is the podcast stuff your mom threw out, and we'll talk a little bit about what this is all about in just a moment. We're brought to you by the Village Inn, located at 8050 Lincoln Avenue in Skokie. Speak. Oh, is it my turn? Yes, finally, it's, it's your turn. Okay, folks. Now the show is about to get good. Uh, honestly, we do always want to thank our sponsor, Village Inn Pizzeria, 8050 uh, Lincoln Avenue in Skokie. And uh, hey, man, if you're if you're around on Friday nights, it's a good time to sit outside. They got live music every Friday out on the patio. Sunday, every other Sunday, there's karaoke inside, uh, which I'm sure you can still hear outside. So you can go sit, the, sit at the patio and listen to people sing really, really badly. That sounds like a good time, doesn't it? I listen to you sing really there, badly, and you enjoy it. <laughs> I laughed then like I'm laughing now. Anyway, my name is David Schuster, and sitting right next to me, he's inching a little bit too close for my own you know, taste. You, you know, the thing is, thing is saying, if, if you were a, a band, yes, you'd be smoky and the miracle if you had any friends. Well, I mean, did you write that down? No, I just made it up just now. <laughs> okay. I can do better. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Anyway, uh, this is Mr. Scott Beatty. He's the owner and operator of AU Sports, located at 6006 Dempster, right here in Morton Grove. This is the place to be. It has everything. You know, and last it, does, week, it doesn't have a lunch counter. No, it doesn't have a lunch counter because you don't want crumbs to get all over the, the stuff that's here in this store. But you do have baseballs autographed. You have it, autographed basketballs, it, it, footballs. It, you have cards of every... Uh, denomination of every sport, yada, yada, yada. It doesn't have a petting zoo. It does not have a petting zoo. I, I, my God, you're really coming up with the zingers. Well, right you said it had everything. I just want to be honest with the people. When they come in here and check out all the great baseball cards and all the autographs and stuff, I don't want them to ask me, where's the lamb, right? With my, I brought my kids in to pet the lamb, and I don't have a petting zoo. They can't come up and go, can I get a – look, 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 look. Can I get a pack of tops and a, and a bowl of tomato soup? No, we don't have a lunch counter. I'm just getting that out of the open right now. Honesty is the best policy. Everything sports-related. If you want lamb, I think there was a Mediterranean place that's right next door. Yeah, they don't have baseball cards, though. <laughs> no, they, so they don't have everything. Anyway, uh, they do have everything in here at AU Sports 6006. Uh, Dempster and Morton Grove, all the baseball cards. And let's start with the baseball card that we, you and I just saw online a couple of minutes ago. Oh, the one that made me face palm? Yes. I mean, unbelievable. There's a 1952. It's one of the rarest cards there is, obviously. It pro it's the rarest card, right? I, I, I wouldn't know. I would well, it's the, the most, it's the most expensive. It's, if it's, it's the iconic it. card of the industry. Okay. One of the top two or three, yes. It's the 1952 Mickey Mantle. It's a tops, right? Yep. Tops card. Okay, now if it's a gem... 
I think the gem, a 10, sold earlier this year for 5.2 million. Right. The one that we just saw online, <laughs> it looked like a crumpled piece of paper that you throw into your waste. It ran basket. through the petting zoo and the lunch <laughs> counter before they put it out. This thing, it had two big chunks of tape on it. I think it was misshapen. It's the worst piece of crap. I've ever seen in my life for a card in a graded slab. Now you'll notice now when you, when you get graded cards, there's a grading scale of one to 10, one being poor and you know, 10 being what they call gem mint. Now this card didn't even have a number on the grading slab. You notice it said, it's a, actually somebody said online, it goes, this is a minus four and a half. It really is <laughs> Awful, <laughs> but it's terrible. But it's on eBay. It's worse than Schuster's haircut. Okay, oh, wait. Listen to the guy who's talking about his seventy-year-old uh, looking haircut. Not a haircut. The haircut's okay. good. Oh, the you're color. Look, you're looking like you're seventy the years color old. Color is what we need oh, to talk about. Oh, I see. About. I see. And okay. So, Otherwise, the haircut's spot on. So your uh, chronological age is finally catching up. All right, to your shut IQ. up. Let's talk about Mickey Mantle. All right. Anyway, so the, the Mickey Mantle card. Oh, he doesn't like it when I, you know, when well, I come had, back at him. He had kind of a crew cut. If you want to talk about haircuts, let's do that. Let's talk about ballplayers' haircuts for the rest no, of the show. Let's not. Oscar Gamble. Let's not. Oh, Oscar Gamble. The guy, I can't believe the guy who came into the store here earlier did not know that Oscar Gamble had one of the all-time afros. Yeah, if you're listening at home and you, and you don't know, you got to look up Oscar Gamble. And just he had the best afro in baseball of all time. 1977 White Sox. He was part of the Southside Hitmen. And he had to actually have bobby pins keep his hat on because his afro literally was like popping fresh. Oh no, you <laughs> you you could store things in there. He brought his lunch. <laughs> anyway, um, but this Mickey Mantle card though, there was four, no, no, this Mickey Mantle piece, piece of, of crap. crap. Okay. There we go. But someone's you know, there's always somebody who's going to buy something. I guess you know uh, who's a PT Barnum who's always had it right. There's a sucker born every moment, and there were four hours to go. And it was valued already. The highest. Well, bid was, let's not call it even value. Okay, let's, not value. Let's the, just the say some bid. sucker. Some sucker was about to reach into his pocket. Ten thousand five hundred. Oh, we don't. We don't even know where the, where the end is on this. No, said because it's the, four more hours. The auction had four more hours to go. So by the time uh, the podcast is posted, you'll be able to go onto the finished auctions on eBay and see that it's and probably see, twenty thousand. And see what it went for. Right. And whatever it is, just. Just shake your head in disbelief that someone would be willing to shell out between ten and twenty thousand dollars for something that looks like it was run through the sewer. I was going to say ran through the washing machine. That's what it really the washing looked like. machine. One that didn't work, maybe it's okay. terrible. Okay, so try You know, I know you can't put your uh, go into that person's head. Whoever's going to purchase this card, but what is the logic of spending that kind of money for a card? I mean, do they think they're going to get that money back somewhere down the road? Well, you're never going to. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, you're you're never going to get a fifty-two mantle for under you know the, that kind of like a mid five figures type of number. So maybe somebody just says, "Well, I need to have one," and uh, you know, I decided not to send my kids to college or buy a new car. Uh, I think I'll just buy this Mickey Mantle card. Okay, well, if people want to waste. Their I, money. I, I I can't put myself in the head. I love the card industry, but. This one is a real head scratcher. People want to waste their money. They're welcome to do it. Anyway, this podcast is like a Seinfeld episode. It's a lot of nothing. <laughs> Giddy up. I mean, we'll talk a little bit about, I think we've already done our quota of talking about sports memorabilia. And we usually we delve into a lot of other things that, you know, we make each other laugh or, or whatever. Phew. And I do have some good stuff today. And I think you're looking over my left shoulder here and you'll see that we do. But, and there's no laugh track here. I'm the laugh track. 
Yes, you are. You noticed, because you do make me laugh in a lot, lot of ways. Anyway. Um, well, I mean, you know, having said that, you know, you could just admit right now that I'm the funniest person you know. Uh, I will not admit that, but okay. Funniest, we'll get, we'll, uh, funniest looking, maybe. We will get there. Funniest looking, maybe. Okay. Anyway, um, the industry, we've talked about this numerous times. The industry has just gone off the rails. Not only sports cards, but all kinds of collectibles have gone off the rails. So, as always, I do a little bit of research here the night before, and I do notice that comics and toys and video games, you know, have just increased in value over the last 12 to 18 months. And I came across Barbie dolls because a lot of girls when they were came growing- across, listen to you, <laughs> came across, you were Googling them a week ago. Well, I was Googling them to see sure. how, how, how crazy they uh-huh. have gone. Right. Okay. Okay. So what do you think? What do you think? I always put you on the spot. What do you think the highest Barbie ever sold for? Barbie doll, and there's there's numerous Barbie dolls. See, I've got I've got nothing to lose by making a guess because even if I get it wrong, they'll be like, "Well, it's a bar." Who? Why would he know Barbie dolls? Because Uh, I would. Because because you might. But I I, just to the point being, all right, I don't know. The the most okay, it's probably some prototype Barbie from when it first around when it came out. That's my guess. Uh, uh, Sorry, something very limited. Oh yeah, they're Um, definitely limited. um, I'm gonna say most Barbie. $86,000. $302,500. $302,500 is what was was my second guess. (laughs) No, right. So tell me about this Barbie, man. I don't know. It's amazing. They have Barbies for all different kinds of occasions. You know, Barbie in the office, Barbie in the bedroom, Barbie here, there, and everywhere. Barbie dressed up. I don't think it's in the bedroom like you're trying to allude to. I'm sure it's, you know, Barbie in her pajamas or something. <laughs> well, you, 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 just, you, you just have a series of naked Barbie dolls in your room. Okay, let's let's switch. Let's go from No, Barbie. no, no, I'm not done. <laughs> no, 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 I no. want to know about this Barbie. Why is it $300,000? I have no, because it's rare. Just wait, like, wait. Just like every, everything that you sell. If it's rare and it's you in s- good shape. By the way, it's got to be in the box. Just like the bobbleheads. You know that you sell aren't they worth more if they're in the box sure. as opposed to out of the box? Yeah, but it's not. It's it's a little bit different. You, the box comes with them, does make them worth a little bit more, or at least more a little more desirable. But as far as those go, they're more like display boxes. Bobbleheads are inside the box. You can't Correct. see the bobblehead. Correct. But, but the Barbies and toys like that, the Star they're Wars on the panels, they're visible. They're very visible. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember this one guy I used to get some bobbleheads for. He, go, he used to always tell me. You get and, and, dolls for? No, no bobbleheads. And you know who I'm, I'll, I'll tell you who it is later oh, I know on. Who it is. It's Rob. Um, anyway, Robbie. Yeah, but he used to tell me, make sure the box is in good condition. Why? What's so important about that? So, some people are box collectors. It's I'm not kidding you. You can actually get, you know, we've talked about the grading process for cards many, many times. Right. You can actually get full boxes of cards graded. You can get a single pack graded. You can get anything graded now. So the box has become a completely different thing. I tell you, and, and we've discussed uh, very briefly the fact that I do collect Certain kinds of Funko Pops. Oh, okay, so you're, now, get, you're getting a, on me for this. There's no, a whole Funko Pops. Yeah, I don't collect Barbie Funko. I don't Pops. collect Barbies. All right, there's a whole section of that Funko community that is box obsessed. If the box isn't perfect, they don't want it. Take it back. But I'm like the figures in the box. As long as the figures are, who cares? Of course, that that's a different way. People collect for different reasons. Some people have uh, their shit together like me. Other people are insane. <laughs> 
Yeah, right. Okay. Anyway, so the, the most expensive Barbie ever sold. And by the way, Barbie is comes. Barbie has been. Barbie comes to over and over again. Is everybody saying? <laughs> Where's your mind no. going? No, Barbie comes like in different colors. But sometimes she could be a beach blonde. Sometimes she could be a brunette. Sometimes she could be Asian. Sometimes she could be Afro Afro American. But, but don't they have different names? What? They're not all Barbie, are they? It doesn't say Asian Barbie on the box. No, it doesn't says Asian Barbie. Yeah, it it could just says say Barbie. It could, it could really? Yeah. So you know a lot about Barbies. Well, I did my research last night. Well, you, wait, you did your research, then I ask you, what's special about the three hundred thousand dollars Barbie? And you said that? Well, I don't know. It's rare. I mean, what else did we all made to tell you? It's, 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 a, it's a rare. rare. So is a steak. How much is that? <laughs> You can get more than one steak at different places. For three hundred thousand dollars, right. I hope so. I don't know. Whatever. Um, okay. So the most expensive Barbie, three hundred two thousand five hundred dollars. What's the most expensive Ken doll? <laughs> Who cares about Ken? I, you know what I bet? I see. Did, wait, wait a second. There's a point to be made here. Is it, is what that Barbie makes more money than Ken? A hell of a lot more. I don't know. Okay, Ken. What are, you, are we going to barrel all the way down to like eight hundred bucks? Fifteen hundred was yeah. the most expensive. Most expensive Ken. That was probably autographed. <laughs> by somebody wow that's amazing that's a, that's, a I mean, huge, I, that's a huge difference yeah i can't figure that one out anyway and and don't they that some of these dolls they used to be i don't know are they now like anatomically correct or something i don't think they're right I, 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 I don't i don't think there's brazilian wax barbie on the market <laughs> if that's what you're asking all right anyway your your brother has a comic book store tell, why don't you tell the audience where your brother's store is Oh, you want me to come up with the address? Well, just say, just just say the name of it. Can you guys Google it for me, please? What's the, what's it's the name uh, of it? Dark Tower Comics. It's in Chicago. It's uh, near Lawrence and Western. Uh, two years, he was voted the number one comic store uh, by Chicago Magazine. And uh, yeah, you oh. like that's that that that's a plug for him. So oh, how so, much, much weight? But I want how much should I charge him for? That? I don't know. As, as much as you can get out of them. Anyway, th there's so comics have also been a big seller, obviously during the whole pandemic and now post pandemic. And help me out, because you do know a little bit about comics. What are the difference of these comics? They have suspense comics, prize comics, and punch comics. What well, those that? are just brands. They're just brands? Yeah. Like, like, D like, like DC like DC and Marvel, except oh. these are from like maybe the 30s, 40s, 50s. Okay. You know, there's all kinds of comics. There was Harvey Comics, Fawcett Comics, um, Dark Horse Comics. There's all, all different publishers. Okay. <laughs> you don't I remember Harvey Comics? No. That was, I think that's Casper. I think it's Casper the Ghost. Oh, I remember really, Casper. I think he was Harvey. I remember remember Little Lotta? Little Lotta, Little Dot. And I, I, I'm i sure there's got to be a couple of Richie I, Rich? I, you know what? I don't know if it's, I think it's the same company, but Richie Rich. Now, here's the thing. I loved Richie Rich. My brother was collecting Richie Riches as a kid. And at Richie Rich, there is literally like 50 different titles under the Richie Rich banner. Okay. And uh, he was always. Uh, the poor little rich boy, it was, yeah. it was, which is sort of like you know a contrast. The poor little rich boy. Yeah, if uh, Richie Rich though he did dress kind of like a fop, right? Yeah, but he was beyond wealthy. He's sort of like you know. Like, I think didn't I think he had a dog that shit gold coins, something like that. And I'm I might not be that far off. You know what? It, it, remember the movie Arthur, which has come out in two different variations. It did. Yes, uh, Arthur was originally Dudley Moore, and then uh, it was uh, the uh, what's the guy's name? Brand. What's his name? Russell Brand. Russell Brand. Yes. Really? Yeah. I, actually, I'm, I, uh, I'm sure that made about seventeen bucks at the box office. You know what? I thought it was going to be horrible. It, it wasn't that bad. I would recommend you still see it. Oh, remember, I don't remember, know about okay, that. Okay, 
another movie that, and we, as always, we delve into things that are just off the wall. Oh, just if, if, if they've tuned out by now, they don't get it. <laughs> they just don't get us. We have an audience of two. They're back in the studio. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, another movie that I thought would be terrible when it came out is like, you know, a remake. The longest yard. Now it wasn't obviously as yeah, good. It, was all right. it wasn't as good as the first right. one, obviously. But it did have Bill Goldberg in it. Yeah, it did. Didn't have a kind Kevin Nash too, right? Kevin Nash was in there. That's correct. And yeah. so a lot of your wrestling friends. Yes. Don't by the way, don't you have a big wrestling function that you want to tell everybody coming well, up? Well, I can give you the uh small part about it right now. It's going to be in a few weeks. On our next podcast, I'll give you guys a all the details. One hundred percent solid date. But we're actually doing a benefit wrestling show. Uh, all the money, 100% of the money raised is going to go to raise mental health awareness. We have some friends in the business who, who do suffer from uh, depression. And, uh, I think a lot of people out there doing, we just want you to know you're not, you're not alone. And we're going to, we're going to do this thing and we're going to raise a lot of money. A worthy cause. Uh, any quick wrestling stories? Cause you've been involved on the wrestling scene here in Chicago for a long time. You want to throw anything out there to the class? Oh, man. See, I wasn't expecting this. I got a lot of those. Uh, you, you're not expecting anything because you don't do any homework well, whatsoever. Mo mo most of our great stories are making fun of other wrestlers. <laughs> Go ahead. But, uh, no, I just do this. I mean, how was that? How was I'll come up with the video one of these days. Okay. I'll send you the I will get the video. We'll put we, this on here? I, I, uh, or when you got knocked out? I got I got kicked in the face and knocked yeah. out in the ring. Oh, we got so to we'll post we'll that to one. That. How was that date with the great moolah? No, the fabulous. The fabulous. The fabulous no, this is her younger. One. This is her younger sister. Oh, listen, listen. I'm, I, you know, I do. I, you know, I think she outweighed you. Even if you like older women, Mula is probably even past that. You know, <laughs> I think she was. I think she was about 80, 85 in nineteen eighty-five. She was a good four bills, wasn't she? No, 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 not no, that, no, not that big. No, she wasn't big. Wait, wait, who, who am I thinking of? There was one lady wrestler that was like three times the size of the women that now, she used to wrestle. Are you, are you talking about like real like professional wrestling, like WWE, or are you talking about like Glow, the gorgeous ladies? I think of it wrestling? was. I think it was Glow. Then that's probably Mountain Fiji. Mountain Fiji, that's it. <laughs> now she four clicks. I'll buy that. How was that? Well, page? you know, did you watch the Netflix show called Glow? No, I didn't. I think it's only two seasons. Because they wanted to run further, but then COVID ran in and they just put down, shut down production. And I, I don't think there's going to be any more, but it's kind of the loosely based story because they do call it Glow and uh, they do use a, a lot of the, a lot of the same names. Gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Yes. That's what Glow is. Mount Fiji. Was that her name again? Mountain. Mountain Fiji. Oh, not my, big, bigger wait, than wait, a mountain. No, Mountain Fiji. And do you want to Mount Fiji? They're, no, thank are you. Two completely different things. I remember she would usually wrestle like three women at one time, and they would all jump all over her, and she would swat them off like flies, like she was Godzilla or something uh, like that. And when they put her in a tag team, she actually had a tag team with a uh, a smaller girl, probably about a hundred and four pounder, named Little Fiji. Little Fiji. So you know you had the big and the, the small thing going on. Um, but this, you know, the show is uh, it's it's not bad. It's got um, uh, Mark Marin and it's got uh, Allison Bree. Okay, I know? have no idea who that is. Allison Bree, did you ever watch uh, uh, Community? No. You never watched Community? What, what's Community? It's a comedy with Chevy Chase was in it. Uh, Joel McHale. No. Oh, she's adorable in that. Okay, all right. I'll have to look at that. Yeah, one. now that I said she's adorable, I know you will. Of course I will. Um, all right, back to comics for just a moment. Remember, of course, 
the big Archie, you know, Archie and Jughead and, and Moose. Remember hey, Moose? They, they had the number one single. Okay. that Well, Sugar Sugar, 1969. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So what do you think the most expensive Archie comics <laughs> went for? <laughs> the most expensive? And I don't know which, which edition it was, but there was one edition. I, I can't imagine it. $3,000. 167 Come on, man. You know, this shit you throw at me. <laughs> You expect me to come? Oh yeah. Oh hey, hey uh, Scott, what do you do for a living? Oh, I deal in sports memorabilia. Well, let's talk about Archie Comics. Well, well, because this is what you do. You set me up like a bowling pin and knock me down. <laughs> Again, this podcast is like Seinfeld. Okay, you don't it's have to explain it. You we don't just, have to explain anymore. It's, it's, it's basically collectibles. All right, um, albums are real big oh, right now. Collectibles. Yeah. See, we shouldn't say that anymore. Why? I shouldn't say sports mail, but collectibles. Then we get off your mom. Well, my mom threw out all my comic books on top of throwing out all my uh, uh, sports uh, but, baseball cards. But I'll, you, you know what else? Here's a here's an unusual thing people collect: poker chips. Poker chips. I've seen them. Yep. Really? Because mm -hmm. well, they're why different. is that worth? Any? Oh, no, I didn't say they're worth any. <laughs> why, would, why would you collect something hey, wait, that's wait, wait, worthless? Wait, wait, wait. You and I've had this discussion, and you're not the only one. You're you're one of thousands of people who don't who, understand who go someplace and come back with a shot glass but I those get, aren't worth anything either i get them for my son they're not for myself but still it's a collection and he, they're not worth anything because either, he's an alcoholic no, he's not. i kidding. think maybe poker chips might because it's cheap i don't know it doesn't okay now i can understand doesn't if, do anything if you get me. the chips from like vegas you know what i want you to do what i want you to research what was the most expensive dog toy that sold Ooh, that's a good one. See, wasn't that one that uh, that used to like? It was like, uh, okay, what kind of dog is that? Um, big ears. And oh, it dog was... with big ears. <laughs> Listen, was, wait, wait, wait. That wait, was wait, a wait. dog. that was on batteries and moved very slowly. Right, folks, David wanted to be a veterinarian when he grew up. No, he, I didn't. But he failed when they said uh, dog with big ears. How that's many? How, how many legs does a dog have? I flunked out. <laughs> Actually, I had a friend who was uh, across the street from him. The dog only had three legs, and you know what they nicked, uh, what they called this dog? Don't Tripod. You? That's absolutely correct. You got that one right. Well, we actually, you couldn't remember how much the Archie comics were, but you got that one right. Well, no, wait, wait. My brother would, when we were younger. I mean, we're talking about when he was twelve. Um, he would always bring home a stray dog. Okay, and. We would generally be able to find homes for them. Actually, I found a stray dog and I gave it to my ex late brother in law. Well, I mean, we, we would have kept more of them, except we already had three dogs. And, you know, so he, he brought home a three legged dog and we would give them a temporary name. You know, a couple of the dogs we, would, we found their owners, they did get out. Uh -huh. But this dog had three legs. So we went the opposite way. We didn't name him Tripod, we named him Jackpot because where was his one arm? <laughs> I was on the slot machine. That was the one-armed bandit. So yeah, I like we named that. him Jackpot. All right. Again, we don't do much sports memorabilia, but we'll we'll delve back into it for just a second. Um, help me out here because this is your forte. That's all I ever do. Uh, thank you. Uh, the best sports card packs right now are the 2021, according to the research, 2021 Panini Prism mm -hmm. NBA Basketball. Oh, absolutely. Cello Fat Packs. I mean, couldn't they at least abbreviate the names? Well, what is, what the hell is all that terminology? And, and it's cello, not cello. Cello? Okay. Cello is an instrument played by nerds. <laughs> well, a lot of people come in this store are absolutely some of the biggest nerds I've ever seen in my life. But they come in with money. So what do you care? I, I don't. I let you in. <laughs> I'm not spending any money here, trust me. Anyway, so why, why are the 2021 Panini Prism NBA Basketball right. Cello Fat Packs? Why all are right, those here, the number ones? Here's what happens. 
every year the new basketball cards come out. There's all sorts of different sets, okay? Mm-hmm. Panini Prism is considered the set to get the rookies out of. All right, the gold like, you're gonna, Yeah, you're going to – they're going to – they're nice looking cards and, but everybody thinks they're going to, at this point over the last two or three years, everybody's going to get these cards graded. They're going to be gem mint. They're going to make a fortune on them and they'll chase the rookies, which is this year was early was what Lamella ball, Anthony Edwards, James Wiseman, um, Patrick Williams locally. And there, people are constantly coming in here asking for those cards. Yeah. And, and sometimes so the, you have the, them, sometimes the prism you don't. is uh, it is the most popular one, and it has been for several years, and they've always sold for more. Now you take a, a, a brand that already has a supply and demand above and beyond the other basketball products. Add COVID in, oh, where everything's exploded three hundred to five hundred percent, and there you go. It's interesting you say it's, that. I, I don't. It's they're they're not any better than any year in the past. It's just that the supply and the demand has been incredible. Okay. I would I would be surprised if they were uh, that expensive again next year. Okay, and you talk about expensive. Why don't you shock the the blank out of everybody and tell people what packs and boxes of cards? Well, that, for that, that that Panini Prism you're talking about that came out earlier this year. Um, you could find boxes. Sure, you could for about two thousand dollars a box. Two thousand dollars. How many packs are in a box? Uh, in the prison, probably sixteen or twenty-four. I, mean, I couldn't be. I'm not okay, so let's just sure. say roughly twenty. Okay, okay sure. So twenty uh, uh packs. Sure, hundred dollars pack. Yeah. That's unbelievable. It's unbelievable how how expensive Pe- it's gotten. People, but look at people who have worked through COVID have not had anything to spend their money on. I think that's a lot of it too. And this is where I want to see over the next if few it, months. If it goes down. With summertime, travel, festivals, concerts, things you can go out and spend your money on, whether or not these prices are going to hold up. But during that whole year when nobody could go out, now I, I admit $2,000 is a little crazy. It's not a little crazy. It's a lot crazy. But that's what happened. Yeah. But, but as you've said numerous times, you feel like the young kid is getting pushed out of, I of the whole I venture because a well, kid comes in with, you know, $2,000 for a box of cards. The thing about it is that the, this big explosion has moved these kids to the side. And, you know, you, you, we've had fathers and sons come in here and they want to buy a couple of packs of cards, but then they, absolutely shit themselves when they hear the price and i'm not talking about the panini prisms necessarily but i you know it's like basketball packs of cards the absolute cheapest pack i have is ten dollars that's crazy and there's five cards in that pack that's just absolutely crazy then it goes up from there listen um last year's panini mosaic product was very popular um because it had the zion williamson and john morant rookies as the big the two leads out of that set I thought at the time charging, I think it was 25 or no, it was like $27 a pack was outrageous. I couldn't keep them in because people, you know, listen, because supply and demand, it, it, it really is. But what I'm hoping is that we can reach some sort of middle ground. There's room for the top end collectors. There's room for the graded community. There's room for everything, but can we please let kids 12 years old and under, can we please let them have packs they can buy? Can we please let them enjoy the hobby instead of making it a, a you know a money-grubbing industry? Well, it should be pointed out that 
you know, I'm sure hopefully the prices will come back down at least a little bit. But if people are, you know, kids come into the store, teenagers are younger, you still have other stuff here on the counters here at AU Sports 6006 Morton Grove, Dempster in Morton Grove. How do you like that? Oh, you slid that in. Yeah, I did. Um, there's plenty of bobbleheads here and action figures and signed baseballs and magazines and who knows what. I mean, again, this place is a paradise for anybody who's into sports. But talking about escalation of cards, I mean, it's amazing. The 89 Griffey upper deck sure. and the 2011 Trout Tops card. Tops traded card, yeah. 800,000, 800% increase over the last five years. 800%. Well, I mean, I would say that that is a, a percentage you're looking at. Again, we maybe. Those are top at, cards, by those, the way. Yeah, I know. But the, you can buy the, the 89 Griffey in nice shape. You can buy it for 100 bucks. Yeah, but if it's but if, I think maybe graded cards have gone up that that yes precipitously. I, like the trout, the trout is 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 a crazy one. I remember selling the trouts even just a couple of years ago for one hundred and fifty dollars, and now they're over a thousand. So yeah, I see that one in the trout for sure. Okay, uh, who are we brought to you by? Who's our sponsor here again? The Village Inn Pizzeria, eighty fifty Lincoln Avenue in Skokie. And listen, man, no, I'm, I'm and deadly. The food, the food there is really good. Listen, I'm deadly serious. They're a sponsor of ours, but I, I, I love them to death. Um, they've got uh, trivia and bingo on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. You got half price pizza on uh, Mondays from 11 to 2, 3 to 11 on Tuesdays, half price pizza. It's a bang up place. You have to go. And you know what? We're going to be doing a live uh, show we there sure pretty so. soon. What do you like on your pizza? Oh, really? Uh, sausage, onion, and green pepper. Eh, okay. Everybody's got their own taste, of course. I mean, I'm, I can go with I, I I can acquiesce to the crowd and just go with sausage, but I absolutely I'm going to be weird here. I don't like pepperoni. I, I don't like pepperoni either. I'm a mushroom onion guy normally. You know what? Don't you what don't you what a what lot of, flavors? Almost, what flavors? Almost, almost no, everything else. I no, don't no, like. just not on pizza. What flavors of other stuff that everybody else likes do you not like? Flavors? Well, yeah. Like if somebody said, uh, uh, if you said, ah, oh, no, man, I don't I don't like candy bars. You'd be like, what? Uh, I don't really like too many. No, candy I'm not bars. a big fan either, but, um, but I'm talking about here. I'll give you mine. I've got, okay. I've, I've got my my big two. Okay, go ahead. Mustard. Oh, I'll give you my big three. You're not a mustard person. Mustard. Hate mustard. Okay. Cinnamon. What do you put on a hot dog? Ketchup, uh, onions, <gasps> and pickle. <gasps> I can't believe I'm sitting next to a person who puts ketchup on a hot dog. You know, listen. For 12 years, <laughs> I was in I was in the food service industry. You sold hot dogs. Over 50% of the people put ketchup that. on their hot dogs. I know that. That Chicago mustard only is such bullshit. <laughs> All right. Cinnamon, number two. Cinnamon, let me in. Who did that song? Uh, I'll get that later. <laughs> I know this. Uh, I hate peanut butter. Oh, I hate peanut butter. Oh. I hate peanut butter. We should become friends. <laughs> If that's what it takes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to change the subject. I laughed even when I researched this one. You know, people are always coming in with autographs on weird things here. Okay, so I got this article here on 15 weird things that celebrities have autographed. Okay? Okay. A toilet seat. Oh, do you, oh, you want me to guess who autographed it? No, I don't think you'll get that. Can I guess any of these? Um, I, uh, A toilet seat. What? Why? Well, because I want to know what the link is. Um, there's not really that many name people. You'll recognize a few of them, but I just think that that some of these are just so off the wall. There's a toilet seat. Uh, it was at a concert, and I guess somebody didn't have anything else to sign, so they put it. Actually, the uh, the the singer went to the bathroom. Okay, 
This is who is the singer? Sister Hazel. Do you no, know that's, what a, that is? That's, that's a band. That's a band. Uh, I think the song. I think their big hit was "All for You." I think. Okay, so Sister Hazel's performing a concert at Wingate University. I have no idea where that, that is either. That's probably the near the uh, near the Wingate. <laughs> okay, that that almost helps. Anyway, so apparently one of the singers came back and they said, "Well, gee, can we get an autograph? Uh, how about autographing the toilet seat that you just that we just saw? watched you." <laughs> We just watched you go to the bathroom. <laughs> they sold it on eBay for all of fifty-eight dollars and fifty cents. Jesus! <laughs> all right, here's a good one. Listen, can, let, me, let me interrupt. Yes, I actually knew a guy. Any, anybody still there? <laughs> I actually knew a guy that would that was an autograph hound, and he would get anything autographed. It didn't. It he was obsessed with autographs. I know. To literally where he would go to, to a free autograph signing and he might have 25 or 30 things for this one athlete to sign. And that one athlete was not named Willie Mays or Ernie Banks or any big name. It was literally they signed anybody. A, they Listen, signed all 30? This is not a joke. Well, I don't think in every case they did. But I, I can tell you this. I did see an autograph he had gotten from one of the golfers. And I don't remember what the golfer was. But it was an ad out of a magazine for aspirin, and he got him to sign that. Okay, well, gee, that, that, there's something wrong with that person. Oh, there is something wrong with that person. I'm not <laughs> going to mention his name, but if he listens, he'll probably know who okay. he is. All right, here's this next one. Someone actually put a dog, literally a dog, in front of NASCAR racer Casey Kane, and he signed it. He said uh, the dog didn't have so much hair, so he signed his back. These are true stories, by the way. Okay, why? Will you sign my dog? I mean, you got a dog, but it's yeah. I, I do have a dog. <laughs> you want to put Flegel in front of he, Mount Fuji or whatever? He'd be better on this show than you. <laughs> listen, the uh, he's get better by the way. Listen, the, the 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 dog thing, right? So you've already decided. Okay, I'm going to have Casey Kane sign my dog, right? And then it's like the old thing, like uh, you know, when you touch a celebrity, oh, I'm never going to wash my hand again. There's never going to wash your dog again, right? Well, yeah, I guess, or never shave it again. I don't know. All right, this next one is just too much. Somebody actually put a Twinkie in front of David Price to sign. A Twinkie. Not the rapper. A Twinkie. He how signed, do you sign a Twinkie? I don't know. I have to read the rest of this. Yeah, how do you <laughs> sign a Twinkie? Really? Can we? And then and then, then it went on eBay, and it sold for $56. It, it went, and, and so here's the last kicker. It goes, when asked if that was the weirdest thing he ever signed, Price said that honor went to a baby's forehead. Oh, see, that's much cooler because then you can turn that into a tattoo on the baby. Six, six, six. You know, Damien the old man. Well, at, at what age do you? Is it okay to give a baby a, a tattoo? In this case, probably fairly early. <laughs> but now listen, my brother went to uh, an autograph signing, or he was at a show. It doesn't matter. And the guy who played what's his name, Ernie Hudson, Ernie the actor, Hudson. he played Winston Zeddemore in Ghostbusters. Okay, you know the fourth Ghostbuster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. Um, at some point in the movie, he utters a line as, as accurate, I think, or is trying to explain how this space and then opened up for the demons to come through or whatever. He likens it to a Twinkie. And Ernie Hudson's character says something along the lines of, that's an awful big Twinkie. My brother got him to sign a box of Twinkies. Really? Yes. That's an awful with the big, quote on there with that. So yeah, that's an awfully big Twinkie. That sounds like a line out of a porn movie. Okay, <laughs> I got the timer. Thirty-five minutes and five <laughs> seconds exactly. 
The porno meter has been checked. I held off as long as I could. Oh, my God. All right, look at this next one. Someone literally. Okay, this is L.A. Kings and Team USA goaltender Jonathan Quick says, someone once asked him to sign a grilled cheese sandwich. This is a true story. It wouldn't be that bad if it was still intact, but there were two bites taken out of it, and he handed it to me. Quick said there was still saliva on it. Well, you now, see, I actually love that. That's great because my sons of humor would run to saying, "Hey, hey, man, carry prices." Or who was it, Jonathan Quick? Jonathan Quick, good uh, goaltender. Hey, Jonathan way. Quick signing stuff. Hey, man, go see if we'll sign this grilled cheese <laughs> just to bust balls. Unbelievable. That's fantastic. Well, you got – I'm looking over your shoulder the list. Yeah, Lots ba of babies. Babies. Nate I Robinson. I've heard, I've heard that before. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, there's a lot of uh, women who sometimes get in line and say, sign my chest. I think some of the autographs that people get on their bodies, they actually do turn into tattoos. Okay. Maybe that's, so maybe that's one of the reasons. All right. Someone has here a diaper. A diaper. No, not used. No. Come no, on. no, no. It, do it doesn't say that. Um, bum, 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 bum. Uh, no, it was just, it was not a used diaper. Thank God. Just a diaper. Don't even bother. I don't even want to talk about that. Right, the, I, the, this is interesting. Joe Flacco signed a filet of fish box. Right. Well, I'm trying, I can't even figure out the connection. There is no connection. I mean, but it, see, my absurd sense of humor. All right, so who's if got you, a fish if, name? Okay. If you're a Baltimore Ravens fan, right? Right. And you like, Hey, I'm just going to get him to sign this filet of fish box and I'm going to take it home and I'm put it on display. My friends come over and go, Hey man, what's the filet of fish box? Joe Flacco signed it. See, you can be a weirdo. I mean, but if, if the guy had like a fish name, is there a fish name in, in NFL? In the, I don't know. Sure, probably. Like if Tim Salmon. Tim Salmon Trout, and Mike Tim Trout. Trout. Right. Kevin Bass. Right. You know, Jim Whale Wander. <laughs> These are all baseball players. I can't think of another sport. Okay, here's somebody who asked to have a jack strap signed. Rugby player Ben Cohn once signed a jack strap, but that's not quite as dirty as it sounds. He signed it for a charity, good for him, auction to support uh, a gay men's health charity in Britain, and the jack strap went for $460. While I appreciate the fundraising. Did I make you ill? No, no, <laughs> okay. no. But while I appreciate the fundraising, isn't that kind of um, – like too stereotypical. Oh, we're gonna all a jock strap for a gay men's charity. Yeah, it is. It is. But wait, maybe they knew the audience. Okay. But, wait, what, but underneath there, I also see you. Well, Jim, see, not that one. The next one, makes one on your list. The next one on your right, list makes this, sense. This is underwear. And Jim Palmer, who was very famous for doing, was it Jackie? Jackie did? ads. Yeah. He did Jackie uh, ads for years and years and years. And uh, so someone actually asked him to sign a pair of underwear. Didn't get his, uh, it says a pair of autographed tidy whiteies, and it went and sold on eBay for sixty nine ninety nine. Here, I, 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 it would be like getting Michael Jordan to sign a pair of Hanes, wouldn't it? Yeah, I guess. Right, sure. Although that one probably good, good a luck lot more. With that. Yeah. Okay, here's a good one: a leather whip. Now my mind starts racing when I see this one. No, listen, I'm not. Re <laughs> I didn't reset the pornometer clock. It says hockey player Carl Alsner. I don't even know who that is. The Washington Capitals says he was once asked to sign a women's leather whip. It was odd. He said, "I don't know what it was for, and I don't want to think about what it was." Well, for. maybe that was a, she was a big fan, and that was her connection to him. He signs it, and therefore she could pretend that he's whipping her. I guess I don't know. All right, here's an interesting. I'm, I'm just saying that's what I would do. Okay, well. Uh, here's an interesting one, and and I think you might even recognize this one. This one makes sense, too. Okay. This is a sack sure. that someone put in front of the famous wrestler uh, Mick Foley. Sure. This makes and, and why, sense. why don't you explain that? Uh, because he debuted a, a – let's call it a character. He was kind of doing a almost a 
a comedy role. Right. And he put on a sock puppet named right. Mr. Socko. Right. And he would use Mr. Socko and stick his hand down the other wrestler's throats. Right. With Mr. Socko on his hand. So him signing a sock makes perfect sense. Okay. And it's really funny. Of all the wrestlers, and listen, wrestlers change their things over. All right. I won't read the next one. You don't want me to. Uh, wrestlers change their for lack of a better term, their identity over all the years. They're characters. They're gimmick. I think Mick Foley, maybe more than any other wrestler, would I be at least in the ballpark on that one? Um, You know, it, they were all done under the umbrella, though, of Mick Foley. I mean, he started, crazy. He started out in wrestling as, as basically Cactus Jack, right. before he made his first kind of right. name for himself. Then he went to the WWE, and they turned him into Mankind. But then he was able to, from there, become... Mick Foley, and then he had a short-lived character named Dude Love. Right. But everybody knew it was Foley. Kind of the joke was that he, was, he had all, all these different personalities. You know, because he was uh, – I, I loved I loved Cactus Jack. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, that, he was actually one of the uh, – there, there was some great documentaries recently on – what was it on A&E? A&E. A&E about a bunch of the different wrestlers. If you're – Did you you're, watch Did you watch the Bret Hart one? I did. Just, I just watched yeah, it a couple Yeah, he's very, very serious kind of guy. All right, we won't read the next one because I think that one makes you ill. Um, but I'll read one more. A prosthetic leg. Mark McGuire, one of the all-time home run hitting champions of baseball, once signed a fan's prosthetic leg. Dude, that doesn't I, that doesn't surprise me. The no, guy was probably really wearing it. Yeah, he probably said. Hey. So he can't get a tattoo on the prosthetic leg, so he just has McGuire autograph it. <laughs> well, and one, the person with the most famous prosthetic leg, at least in sports, was Bill Veck. Okay, Bill Veck. Um, he didn't have a well. I well, guess, he had a wooden leg. He had a wooden yeah, leg. I, I, take I was going to say he had a wooden leg. You know, he used to put cigarettes out in. Well, it? he had an ashtray. Isn't that crazy? I, I used to I used to uh, sit near him when I actually when I first broke in many moons ago at the old uh, ballpark, the old Comiskey Park, in what was called the Bard's Room. And after games, we would have beers or whatever after the game, and I would just sit and listen to him, you know, cajole everybody with the stories. Kind of sitting under the learning tree. Um, absolutely. Under it wasn't the yum yum tree. It was the learning tree. You're right. Uh, by the way, who did under the yum yum tree? Will you stop and talk about Bill Beck? <laughs> anyway, Bill, Bill Beck was David. A David has a habit now. I guess we can make it a part of the show. Next, starting next time, David tries to hit me with these songs and tell me who did them. Right, right. He wants me to tell him who did them because he doesn't know anything about music. Well, I do know who did them because I wrote down the answers. Because you wrote them down. Oh, congratulations, student. Listen, you, you are now the master. No, I'm not the master, but you told me you like to be quizzed in the morning. So when I come in here, I try and have that ready for you. But anyway, Bill Beck. Um, not only was he a chain, he was a chain smoker. I mean, finish with one, start up another immediately, and he did. He had what, a, what brand? I have probably Camels. Because That's my I, guess because I don't think there was any filters in them. If I remember, I could be wrong about that. But he had an ashtray literally built into his wooden leg, and he would put out the cigarettes in his ashtray in the leg. <laughs> and the man, it was he was he was one of the all time all time characters, and he could drink like no tomorrow. Yeah, that's my next my follow up question, uh, prosecutor. Is did he ever get so drunk he forgot there were cigarette butts in his ashtray leg and that, still put it on? I did not, you know, I didn't follow him around twenty four seven, so I can't answer. Did he that have a question. guy who followed up after him, sweeping up the ashes that he was dropping? <laughs> not sure about that either. Are you sure that wasn't Roland Heeman? <laughs> no, it's Roland Heeman. All right, one more uh, category. Um, this is this is a uh, something that sport. No, it was uh, ESPN or Sports Illustrated. I forget which one. Sports. Ranked by difficulty. Okay, okay. this could be fun. <laughs> this can't I mean, be fun. I, can I see it? I know I see your list is over 50. So well, it's, we don't, not, it's, not, not, it's not my list. 
Okay. It's but, actually 60. But, yeah, we ain't got time for 60. Let's no. just let's, – We'll go to the highlights. By difficulty. Yes. And, right, and, me, and just so you know, the, the difficulty by strength and uh, okay. eye coordination is, is, and uh, – is, is the – so the most difficult thing for you to – Not walk, me. For you to walk off this podcast right now and become <laughs> – by difficulty, okay. I want to let me let me take this. one. Actually, I did what the most is, difficult one. What is the least? What is the easiest one on there? Got to be chess. Uh, That's not a sport. Uh, let's see if chess is actually here. It's not a sport. Chess is not listed. No, no, because it's not a sport. It's an activity. Well, some of these are not sports either. Of course, they're activities. I'm I'm the guy who always says that's not a sport. That's an activity. So you want to know what the 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 least one? Yeah, fishing. I don't know. I don't know. That could be tough. Actually, fishing for people who don't know how ah, to fish. But wait, wait. You know what, though? And you, the, you try and land a tarpon or or a, like a shark or something like that on light to real. What about those guys in Missouri or Mississippi or whatever it was that go fishing in the ponds by sticking their hands in trout's mouths? Well, that's what I'm saying. Fishing, you know what? They have so, so, so there, it's it's a certain kind of fishing. Because maybe, hey, what if what if I took a net into my fish tank that's technically fishing. <laughs> well, you want to scoop a little minnow so out of I your guess, fish tank. Well, that's easy. <laughs> that is easy. That's easy. Other type of fishing might be harder. Fishing. All right. So I will tell you some of the ones, and you'll, you'll have some fun with this. The number one ranked by difficulty, and again, it's for a various reasons, strength and agility and hand-eye coordination and who knows what else. The number one, and I did this for four years, boxing. Who did you box? I boxed in high school and college. Against girls? What? No, not against girls. Well, Mount Fiji, no. <laughs> I was in a club. That's boxing. the most difficult, boxing. That's what they have. I, well, it's not, it's I mean, not my list. Way, okay, yeah. All right, all right. Boxing is number one, depending on who you are. Getting the shit kicked out of you is easy. Yes, imagine it is. So I'm not sure I agree <laughs> with anything on this list so far. Number two, ice hockey. As compared to driveway hockey, I don't no, know what's the most difficult part. I, 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 you know, skating, no, not necessarily. I, I can't answer this. I'll just, oh, wait but your... oh, but having a small rubber pellet aimed at your head at 100 miles an well, hour, well, if you're a goaltender, could, could be a little difficult. Do you remember when goaltenders... so that's why this, this list needs to be it's, it should, it's, it's got to be explained a little bit better. Hockey in parentheses, goaltending. Wait, hockey laying back on defense, easy. Hockey in the penalty box. Yeah. <laughs> Hockey after the game, drinking beers. Um, do you remember when goaltenders didn't have the masks? Uh, no, not really. Oh, come on. You do, too. I mean, I've seen pictures. Okay, you've seen pictures. You know, Jacques Plante back in the day, Gump Worsley, that the, uh, that is Glenn the Hall. I mean, they did that. That's really it. Some of these guys literally took pucks to the face. Scary. No. Who was the guy? Who was the guy that when he finally put a mask on, his mask was like all stitches? Uh yeah, Terry Sawchuck? It was either Sawchuck or Crozier, one of the two. Yeah. So yeah, basically the mask looked like a bunch of stitches. That was I thought that was great. Uh, does anybody have what, a, what you, would that go for online? Well, how what would be your hockey mask? <laughs> you because <laughs> everybody would be scared. <laughs> See? <laughs> I was, I was just gonna say a werewolf. Okay, <laughs> werewolf from London. All right, so, Warren Zevon. So, very good. All right, so other ones here on, on the top ten. They have boxing, ice hockey, football. I played football. It can't be that hard. Well, it is. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Basketball, wrestling, see, I, see, martial I'm, arts. They have tennis. Number. Wait seven. a minute. Martial arts is beneath. Is it beneath baseball? No. Baseball's not even listed okay. yet. Wait, wait. 
Martial arts is under basketball. Look, I can heave a heave a basketball and miss, you know. But but martial arts again, that goes down to the other end of the list, down at number fifty eight, fifty nine, getting your ass kicked. That's where that goes. All right, look, just some of the other highlights here because we're we're starting to run short on time. Uh, they have gymnastics number eight, baseball, softball nine, and soccer ten. But here, further down the list, they have water polo number twelve. You ever try to play water polo? I put water polo above boxing. I, I think I would put it number one also because to tread water and play that sport for I don't know what do they have to do it two thirty minute halves or something like that. I don't know you're assuming anyone's ever watched a full game. Well, actually, uh, I have Olympics water polo is pretty interesting. Um, but to tread water in the deep section, of course, for that long, I, I would put that number old rugby. Hey, you is know, another rough sport, you, you know, or swimming on this list, just swimming. straight up swimming. Well, they have different kinds of swimming, they have okay, 36th, they have swimming, and uh, but, you know, and, but, and nobody's gonna get this reference. But I remember the show, The Superstars, sure, they would have athletes from different sports compete against each other in like weightlifting, foot race, you know, all kinds of just oddball events. And then add up the points. One of them was the swimming. Sure. And I think you you had to enter seven of the ten events. Right. So the athlete got to pick. Right. Johnny Bench was in it one year. And apparently he he, could swim. Apparently he had to select something. So he selected swimming because apparently he couldn't do the other ones. And he walked across the pool (laughs) on the bottom. Oh, that's interesting to say that because I had a wrestling coach. well, I, we had a wrestling coach. He was my gym coach also. This guy was so solid. He would jump into the uh, deep section, which is what, what, I don't know, 10 feet deep or something like that. Well, he would walk across the entire bottom of the pool to the shallow section underwater the whole time. Walk across. That's difficult. Wasn't swimming. Because, I mean, his body was just a certain way. And I don't know. I don't know how he did how, it. How old it was like Diver Dan well, I was saying, How old was he when he drowned? <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's his next of kin. All right, here's a couple ones further down. Tell me how I badminton is number 30 on this list. Oh, that little thing, man. It jumps around. You can't, you swing the racket. You can't get to it. What's uh, that thing called? A shuttle, shuttlecock? A shuttlecock. Hey, wait. In Kansas City, Missouri, they have at the art museum the world's largest shuttlecock on the front lawn. Seriously? Yeah, it's an art, art installation. Where's lawn darts on this one? No, lawn darts is no longer on this. Because you can kill someone. With okay, now here's a, here's another one that's way down the list. Rodeo, calf roping. And again, come on, I, why I, isn't that number one? Again, what, no, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. It should be higher list because the calf is like you're like this. You come out of the thing. You got you're your kitty, horse. Kitty, kitty. You got your horse. You got your rope. You're going after the calf. The calf's like fuck you. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not letting you near me. So okay. yeah, I mean, and if you get a especially rambunctious calf. <laughs> All right, here's one I know you can identify with. Number fifty two. <laughs> What? How is this? Wait a minute. This is a list of 60. And I'm looking right at folks. I'm looking at number 52. And they seem to think that cheerleading is more difficult than here. I'll even go a couple down. Archery. Now, now let me tell you something. I've I've gone I, actually cheerleading. I mean, if you're talking about some of those women who are just thrown all over the place, come in the air, land where they will. Sometimes they don't land where they're you know. Listen, are, I've seen some actually. I've seen some terrible accidents in cheerleading. I've, I've had a bow and arrow in my hand a couple times. No, that's <laughs> difficult. That's more difficult than cheerleading. Listen, cheerleading. Let's drop it down the list because equestrian. Why? Why would that be more harder than equestrian? 
You're on a horse for starters. Well, you're just on a horse. You don't, okay, you're... but you got to jump over, you know, either a. No, you don't. The horse does. <laughs> That's what, why that's easy. What, what's the cartoon? Uh, 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 Nell and uh, Dudley Do Right and the mm -hmm. horse. Was, what was the horse's name? Oh boy, that's a good one, isn't it? Did the horse have a name? I'm, I he had to have, right? What did he just do? Hey, horse! I'm Dudley Do Right of the Mounties. That was terrible. <laughs> you do it. Do okay. it in Yoda. No. <laughs> yeah, he, Dudley Do Right's a voice of his own. Says, oh, no. Equestrian is very difficult. She got That's it. better than yours. He, he got it on with the, you know, there was a porn movie once called Hell. Oh, God. Reset the meter. Reset it. All right, further down here. You, have you ever done curling? I, you know what? The funny thing is, I've watched curling. You've watched curling, but you get on me wait, wait, wait. for watching water yeah, polo? It was the Winter Olympics, I'm assuming. Um, I don't understand the brooms. Well, it, it, when you sweep the ice, it either slows it or speeds it up. I have no idea. I don't. Yeah, know. I know that's the difference. You see the guys like doing nothing, and all of a sudden they go like and sweep, 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 and then they sweep. <laughs> so I I don't get it. It's like listen, a friend of mine once and I went to a bar and we we sat down and they had the TV on but, but with no sound. And we tried and they were showing roller derby. Oh, and roller we, derby. And we were trying to figure out the rules and the scoring There's without no... being told. Oh, my God. That's the same thing with curling. You look at it and go, I don't know what's going on. So, no, we make up our own excuses of how this works. I have no idea. What is the most boring Olympic sport? Curling. No, <laughs> I, I'm going to yes, go. It is. Is, it, is it called? Oh, wait, wait. Uh, um, rhythmic gymnastics. No, oh, that's terrible. Uh, yeah, where they but wait, with the but ribbons. It, what's the one where they get on the skis and shoot shit? Oh, that's biathlon. What is that? I don't know. They they go around on skis it, and it, shoot things. Well, it's like the Russian army. That's what they do all the time in Siberia. That's I'm going to go with that. I'm going with the biathlon. <laughs> okay, so some of the bottom ones. Fencing is pretty terrible. Bowling. They have bowling on this list here. Near the bottom, of course. Well, yeah. Why would there be any kind of difficulty in bowling? Well, unless you stink. Uh, shooting. I don't know what shooting means. They, they don't say it. You know. Or, you know. Oh, in right, the, in the city streets. It doesn't say shooting shit. So shoot, yeah, you know, um, you know, like at the arcade, uh, the, the carnivals, oh. when you shoot the red star out of the piece of paper, piece of cake. Yeah, that's why it's down there. Unless at the carnivals, because they're always. Rigged. That's why. Do you ever go to the carnivals and the basket or the ball is bigger than the basket that it's supposed to go in all the time? <laughs> after, I, I don't know how old I was. I was probably somewhere. Why won't it go in? Probably somewhere in my late twenties when I finally figured out they were just stealing me, of stealing me blind. Were. Oh, all right. So they got billiards and then, again, fishing glass. Let's see if there's any other highlights here. Bob sledding and luge. Well, we would 28. Not, see, that's you want to try that one? Well, most of the things on this list, you could actually just try. You could go to the park and do it. or find, luge, Not that one. Luge or not, no. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. That's one Yeah, you watch almost. It's like Demolition Derby. Did you ever go to Demolition Derby? Up in Wisconsin. Is that the monster trucks that crush it? No, well, you do that. They used to have like these oval eight tracks that we used to go up to like Union Lake in Wisconsin. And the cars would go around, but they would also try and hit each other. And it would be like last. So it's like, like the Battle Royale. It's like last uh, one standing. It's like bumper cars for adults. Yes. That's cool. It's like driving on the Eisenhower. That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. Well, here, uh, last one I'm going to mention on this one. And I, I have an issue. Kayaking. Kayaking. Uh, and me, white rapids? Well, listen, a friend of mine a couple weeks ago, it doesn't say white rapids, it just says kayak. Now, a friend of mine a couple weeks ago, they did some sort of kayak thing on uh -huh. the, in Wisconsin. And my immediate question was, 
why did you go to work on Sunday? It's like, no, we went kayaking. I'm like, exactly. Kayaking is work. If you want to float down the river, get an inner tube, do that. Kayaking is actual work. All right. We're almost near our time for, uh, limit here. So I want to bring. My God, we didn't talk. <laughs> we didn't even get anywhere. Well, I want to bring it back to sports uh, memorabilia here just for a second. Some of the items that have come into the shop here over the. Uh, wait, who are we sponsored by, real quickly? One more oh, time. Oh, well, that's how you wrap the show <laughs> up. I got to teach you how to do a radio show. Okay, thank you. Uh, we're, uh, we're brought to you by Village Inn in Skokie, 8050 Lincoln, uh, Lincoln Avenue in Skokie. Yes, sir. Can't wait to go there myself. But anyway. Recently, you've had a bunch of rookie cards that have come in here. Basketball, and the one that really caught my eye, yours as well. You had three. Well, I bought it. I hope it caught my eye. Well, yes. I'm just doing it blind. No, I know you're not. You're looking to make a little bit of money off it. But anyway, you had three not Kareem Abdul-Jabbar rookie cards because he wasn't Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yet at that point. He was Luel Cinder, mm -hmm. and those were really nice cards, right? And you had three of them, like in a yeah, short that, span. Isn't, isn't that wild? Yeah. Well, listen, really, in, in a couple of, of, of months, not even, I don't know if you know if it was two months, in this business, you know, you have to rely on buying people's collections or them coming into you and selling to them if you're in the position I'm in. And you never know what's going to turn up. And literally, you can go, you can go months, year, without having some of the big key cards, you know, certain older 50s rookies, Mickey Mantle working, like we said. Right. And within the space of a few weeks, uh, leading up to to uh, to now, we bought uh, um, a Willie Mays rookie, a Mickey Mantle rookie, uh, three Lou Alcindor rookies, a Sandy Koufax rookie, two of those, right? And you know some some other like uh, what, what else did we have? Uh, Sid uh, Sid Luckman, uh, Nelly Fox. These are uh, Holy Grail cards, yeah. You know, for a lot of people, and it just but we went years or months or whatever without having those particular cards, and all of a sudden, you know. It's almost like somebody threw up good cards on us. It's, you know, sort of, uh, it's not sort of interesting. It is interesting. I don't think when you first got into this business, you thought as much of people coming in with their collection to sell to you. I mean, you had to get them some way or another, but I think over the years, the word has gone, you don't, you don't advertise that, you know, anywhere that you buy stuff, but the word of mouth and, and the history has shown to people in the community to come in with their collection. And if you're interested, you'll buy it. Yeah, I mean, we have a reputation. I mean, the AU Sports goes back 40 years. Tell, I mean, tell me really what AU stands for. AU is the chemical symbol for gold. Gold. And gold was the last name of the founding family, which was Chicago sports writer Eddie Gold yeah. and his family. I worked for them the first day they opened. This is how I'm still, still around. Um, it is a situation where people know who you are. If somebody asks... They get recommended. Uh, they hear me on things like this. I, you know, I, I did a television show with David Kaplan. I've been on Bob Surratt's radio show uh, for years, every every few weeks. Things like that. I could mention more, but and that's what happens: reputation, word of mouth, and uh, the fact that when you come in here, you know, and you're treated, you're treated ser right. Seriously, seriously though, and we like to have a lot of fun around here, and we'll include you in on the fun. Gee, thanks. Yeah, come in. Come, we're getting a, gonna get a bouncy house next Saturday, <laughs> or, or like a dunk tank. Is that kind of fun you want with me? I would love to get a dunk tank in here. That would be fun. Oh, and a big sign on the door: ask a stupid question, get in the tank. <laughs> well, that means that you better have a lot of water yeah. because people are gonna drown. Anyway, I think we should wrap it up on that because we're almost near the one hour mark, and I hope you uh, enjoyed our. I don't know what would you call this? A lot of nonsense. <laughs> 
Well, it, 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 no, we better today than we were last it, time. It, a little bit. It, it is uh, uh, what we, we would call the show is sports memorabilia, right? Peppered with complete nonsense. Yes. Okay. Okay. So hopefully you had a good time. We've enjoyed ourselves, and we'll talk to you again. Real. Oh, we got somebody talking to us. No, we were just told that. Uh, real quick, we'll close out with that. Dudley Durite's horse is named Horse. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Of course. God, we got that off our chest. Wrap it up, wait, David. Wait, real quickly. Wasn't there um, a cartoon where the dog's name was Dog? Also? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> next week, cartoon characters' names. Okay. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We'll talk to you soon.